Another week of NFL football is underway, which means you've got another chance to take your shot and win big at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Now, new customers can bet just $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team gets this, scores a single point. The last time a 0-0 tie occurred was in 1943, so I'd say this is a no-brainer, see? DraftKings customers can also get skin in the game with new same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe. It is secure and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. So all you got to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DNVR, D-N-V-R, bet just $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a single point. That's promo code DNVR this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. You got to be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. It, it's about five minutes, and I do this. So, uh. Falling asleep after five minutes? Now you know how we feel watching your offense, Pat. I mean, I still use a pencil, you know? I, and I, and I, I really mean that. A pencil? Use a damn pen, you coward. Welcome to That's Good Sports. I am Brandon. I once emailed this photo of myself to my entire company in an accidental reply all HR email about workplace employee conduct perna. And I still didn't get fired. Because I'm charming. The Raiders lost their head coach this week, but probably gained back their souls. Like the movie Soul, but with the football team instead of a jazz musician. Okay, Pixar, a jazz musician who doesn't smoke weed? How am I supposed to believe that plotline? Now, both Denver and Vegas started 3-0, but both teams are on a two-game skid. And I don't know if Gruden's departure helps or hurts the team this week. I think in the long term, it definitely helps. John Gruden was like a benign growth on the top of your head. It didn't help you make good big picture decisions, but it did allow you to add two inches to your height on your dating profile. The good news for Raiders fans is that I have no clue who this Broncos team is. The better news, NFL teams seem to play better after firing their head coach during the season, and I'll drop that info in my X-Factors at the end of this episode. It is the Broncos Raiders preview. Let's go, sports. Please. Yeah, you can subscribe here, or you can also subscribe to That's Good Broncos. I post the Broncos prediction episodes on my second YouTube channel, That's Good Broncos, every Saturday morning. I'm posting this one on my main channel because some of you are like, where the hell are your prediction episodes? Well, they're on my second channel. And if you're a Broncos fan, that's where my Broncos podcasts are, my weekly game picks. You know, just more videos for you to watch. If you like this face, do ya? All right, here we go. Broncos get up. Half point for home field advantage. Plus, 
I'm gonna be there with my friends from the Game Day YouTube channel, and I have cash to give away to you if you can tolerate answering some of my dumb questions at the tailgate. So come check me out. Another YouTube channel I'm plugging, The Game Day. I do a show there every Wednesday evening called Odd Man Sports. Link below if you want to sub there. But again, I'll be at the Broncos Raiders game and I've got money to give you. Also, come tell me how sexy I look. That way I'll know that you watched the episode. All right, we've got Big Fangio versus the ghost of John Gruden. This is really the test of the century for Vic Fangio. It's the question everyone has been wondering. Can Vic outcoach a team without a head coach? The only way timing could be better is if this game were on Halloween. Technically, the Raiders do have an interim head coach in Rich Basaccia, and this sounds like a showdown between two guys who spend a lot of time making meatballs, but how much can you really do with five days to prepare? The thing about Gruden uh, was that I really believed he was a good play caller and good at most in-game decisions, but he left this team with a dearth of talent on defense thanks to some absurd draft picks. That said, their new defensive coordinator, Gus Bradley, has made the most of that limited talent. Kind of like me on this show. Ultimately, I think the chaos of this week will give Denver the coaching advantage. I mean, it has to, right? I feel like Vic Fangio is sitting pretty. Pretty pleased with himself that he never learned how to use email in the first place. If Denver doesn't take advantage, this might have to be the week where we start talking about making changes at all the coaching levels. Just like when Gruden and Gruden talked about Teddy Throzevelt. Bridgewater, man. Bridgewater's another junior. He's out of Miami, Florida, and he really helped turn Louisville from a basketball team to a football powerhouse. Wait a second, you're telling me he took a bunch of basketball players and made them play football? I don't see that happening. So he has big Vic advantage. Half point. We got Teddy Throzevelt versus Derek. What kind of car am I gonna be today? A BMW or a BM Crapsicle? Derek Carr tends to play well against the Broncos. If you don't believe me, let's look at the numbers. He's seven and six against the Broncos all time. Has thrown 14 touchdowns to just six interceptions and is averaging over seven yards per attempt. Better than you would expect for a quarterback that lost his first three games against the Broncos. This year, Carr has gone from an MVP candidate in the first three weeks to averaging less than six yards per attempt in his last two outings to now losing his offensive play caller on Monday. The NFL moves very quickly. Bridgewater throws a belt to me, was no different last week than he really was in the first three games that the Broncos won. I thought he was accurate short, medium, and downfield, and aside from the last play of the game, took care of the ball. Teddy is a product of the offense not the other way around. To maximize his output, you have to put him in good situations like they did early in the season. Even after the last two losses, Teddy is ninth in passer rating, 12th in QBR, 14th in expected points added, 6th in air yards per attempt, and 10th in on-target percentage. And I bet if you asked Broncos fans if they would take those numbers, whether it was Locke or Bridgewater, they would tell you we're going to the playoffs. Also, thank you, Andrew Mason, for tweeting that. I definitely did not find those numbers all myself. 
I'll give Car though a half a point. Uh, mostly because I feel sorry for him. <laughs> Broncos offense versus Raiders defense. The Broncos repeatedly shot themselves in the foot on offense last week. Whether it was a couple delay of game penalties, holding, or throwing a fucking fade route to their shortest player, the Broncos left at least 10 points on the board against the Steelers and shot themselves in the foot is actually too polite. They sawed that shit off slowly, like James Franco in 127 hours. The difference being, as soon as they freed themselves, they immediately stepped in a fucking bear trap. Now there's an obvious spot where the Broncos need to improve. Third down. The Broncos have converted just 28% of their third downs, which is dead last in the league, and of course, to be bad on third down, you have to be bad on first and second down, which gets you into third and impossible. Pat Shermer's play calling needs to get better. I mean, I still use a pencil. Needs to get more creative and needs to adapt to what's working rather than what's in the game plan. It's not going to be easy to fix against the Raiders who are currently ninth in third down defense, allowing just 35% conversion rate which is still better than what the Broncos are doing on their own. One thing the Broncos can do better is give the ball to Javante Williams, who's the second highest rated rookie running back in the league, according to Pro Football Focus for what that's worth. The first is Kenneth Gainwell. And honestly, how do you compete with a name like Gainwell? Javante is averaging 4.6 yards per carry and has ripped off long runs in the last couple games. As for the Raiders defense, you have to focus on a defensive line that's a lot improved from a year ago. Max, Double X, Crosby, and Yannick Ngakwe have two sacks apiece, but Solomon Thomas actually leads the team with two and a half sacks. Although Crosby has 13 QB hits more than twice as many as anyone else on the team. And the Raiders did the impossible. They resurrected Casey Hayward's career. Usually division rival players go to the Raiders to die a slow, quiet death. But Pro Football Focus has Hayward graded as the number one corner in the NFL right now. No picks for my Hayward son yet, but he's allowing a putrid 42.4 passer rating when targeted. He's basically playing like Bryce Callahan right now. You never hear his name, and when you do, it's a pass defended or a tackle for like a three yard gain. Shout out to Raiders corner Nate Hobbs, their rookie, who's actually been pretty damn good. So glad I don't have to credit Gruden for nailing that pick. The way to exploit this team is not necessarily in the secondary. Even with Damon Arnett and Jonathan Abram on uh, the injury report, the Raiders are allowing just 5.6 net yards per pass attempt, which is third best in the league. You've got to run it against them. And based on the Broncos run pass balance in the last couple games, I wonder if they have the patience to even do that. <laughs> no, I don't. Of course they don't. Raiders get a half point here as I can feel the shimmering starting already. Oh God, stop the shimmering. Broncos defense versus Raiders offense. The Broncos allowed just 26 points in the first three games. And in the last two, they've allowed 50 combined. 
It sort of matches the Raiders offense, which scored 90 points in the first three games before, before slowing down and putting up just 23 in their last two outings. So both of these units need to rebound. And at this point, it's just a matter of who you trust to find their footing in this game. The Broncos defense is getting Ronald Darby back. And it's not a moment too soon because Kyle Fuller struggled mightily against the Steelers, giving up a long touchdown as well as a pass interference call that set up a second touchdown. The Broncos, uh, they need to try something different against Darren Waller this time around. Last time they faced him, Waller had nine catches for 117 yards and a tug in the 2020 season finale. Getting Darby back will allow them to get creative on defense and possibly give Patrick Sertan a shot to contain the six foot six tall drink of water the Raiders call tight end. Another big concern is Henry Ruggs, who's had a nice bounce back season after a disappointing one his, during his rookie campaign. Ruggs has become a scary deep threat, averaging over 20 yards per reception and he obviously has the speed to force defenses to play back. Of course, why would I worry about the Broncos getting beat deep after the last two games? Oh, right. Honestly, Denver should try and make a trade for Hunter Renfro before the trade deadline. And not even for third in Renfro, who does have five plus catches in every game this season, joining some elite receivers, but to play him on defense, that dude can fucking tackle. After last week, this matchup is a wash. The kind of wash, though, that no matter how long you scrub, you still feel dirty. <laughs> Ain't that right, Mark Davis? All right, we've got some X factors to consider, and I got two big ones today. The unexplainable boost bad teams get when their head coach gets fired during the season. Since 2010, when head coaches are fired, NFL teams have gone 13 and eight following the firing. 13 and eight? is also what we will call a wildcard team when the NFL finally gets its 21 game season. It's not just uh, their first game after the firing either. Teams tend to play a little bit better in every category after a head coach is fired. Win percentage goes up, turnovers go down, and overall team efficiency goes up. Here's what worries me about the Raiders. Usually head coaches are fired because they and their teams that they've been coaching have, you know, a losing record. I'll chalk the Raiders loss last week up to a distraction. Uh, I don't really remember the last time a good team had their head coach fired mid-season. And I think the Raiders are an all right team and they are heading into uncharted territory here, which scares me. X-Factor 2, Mike Shanahan. The one reason I am not worried about the firing momentum that I just detailed is that the Denver Broncos are finally inducting Mike Shanahan into the Ring of Fame on Sunday. John Gruden was just removed from the Buccaneers Ring of Honor. And while it's fucked up, Gruden was given that honor in Tampa before Mike Shanahan received that here in Denver. I think balance will finally be restored in Broncos country. This is the biggest X factor I think we've ever had. Plus, Mike Shanahan invented icing the kicker. 
I was at the game where he did that to, yeah, Janikowski and the Raiders. And I will be at this game Sunday. Again, come say hello and uh, help me feel confident about picking the Broncos to win 29-27. They will never score 30 points again, but it will be close Sunday. And I expect Fangio to ice the Raiders kicker for the game winner. Ugh. Yeah. Gotta hype ourselves up some way, huh? Thanks for watching. Make sure you sub here. I've got more videos you can watch. They're on the screen right now. And uh, that's it. Bye. <laughs> Another week of NFL football is underway, which means you've got another chance to take your shot and win big at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Now, new customers can bet just $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team gets this, scores a single point. The last time a 0-0 tie occurred was in 1943, so I'd say this is a no-brainer, see? DraftKings customers can also get skin in the game with new same-game parlays, combine multiple bets from the same game, for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe. It is secure and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. So all you got to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DNVR. DNVR. Bet just $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a single point. That's promo code DNVR this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. you got to be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.